1: Welcome to A Slob comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I am the author of Organizing for the Rest of Us, Decluttering at the Speed of Life, and How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. Uh, this is podcast number 337, and I am messed up on this intro, but whatever. <laughs> um, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Uh, so in this one today, we are specifically uh, having a conversation about official hoarding situations. Um, I know that this does not describe uh, a lot of you who are listening. Uh, but I also know that it does describe some who are listening and that many who are listening and who identify with my clutter struggles live with a little fear uh, of, you know, okay, at what point could I tip over into, um, Needing the kind of help that my guest today gives. So, my guest today is Greg. He works for a company called Bio One. This is not sponsored or anything, but Greg is a listener of the podcast and he's a reader of the books and he's an applier of the concepts and the strategies in his own home. And he uses these strategies, he uses a lot of the processes with his clients as he helps them clean out their home. So, we talk about just that process. What, what is it that, that he does and how do these strategies work, uh, for, for situations? How does he adjust a few things, you know, because there's just the realities of the fact that, you know, people are paying him. And so they have to go faster, but he still uses the strategies. And I think it's really, um, it's just a really cool conversation. And, made me feel really good (laughs) because I was like, okay, good. My strategies do work. Um, I do want to let you know that uh, my voice sounds horrific right now, but when I actually recorded this interview, I was not recovering from laryngitis the way that I am right now. So it won't sound this bad. (laughs) Anyway, but here we go. Here is my conversation with Greg. Greg, thank you so much for being willing to come on the podcast and tell us about your interesting job here. Um, so tell me a little bit about you, your, your home situation. Tell me about that first as it relates Uh, to clutter.
0: Yes. Yeah. I definitely have ADHD and I'm always, you know, million tasks in my head that I need to do almost to the point that none of them get done my wife and I are still working through kind of getting to our clutter threshold. And of course, with my job, I do have some issues, which we can go into later. You know, it's definitely trying not to think of the house as a project. It definitely have to do the daily stuff.
1: What are the daily things that you have been most successful at implementing?
0: Most successful would probably be the dishes. Honestly, and that's I. I don't know how many times it comes back. If you just do the dishes, the house is better. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's uh, where to start. Yeah, and it's the easiest place to start. And I see dishes math every day, and it's to the point that <laughs> it goes back to my business again. Yeah, we can't do dishes. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's get into that. Yeah. I mean. Let, let's get into it. What is it that you do for a living?
0: Well, to put it simply and you kind of the elevator pitch is if the maid won't clean it, I will. Okay. Um, so, so
1: give me, give me exactly what that means because I think that's, you know, I've talked I'm not sure if you've listened to those podcasts, you've listened to a lot of them, but if you've listened to the ones where I've talked about the reality of hiring someone to come in and clean as a, you know, as a every other week uh somebody yeah. cleaner maid, you know, whatever the word is that we're supposed to use. Um, what would the maid well, do and what would you do?
0: Well, when you're talking about like sewage. Oh my word.
1: I don't want to talk about sewage.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just um, kidding.
0: if there's there a lot of times but since we clean hoarder houses a lot. Okay. A lot of times and this is clinically hoarder. This okay. isn't like, oh I'm a hoarder. I keep right. a bunch of stuff. This is it's not a clinical. flippant.
1: Yeah. It's not a flippant Saying something we're talking like, this is a diagnosed situation.
0: Yes. Um, Okay.
1: So are, when you work in hoarding situations, are you decluttering for people or are you cleaning? Are you, are you cleaning up the, the, the dirtiness or are you dealing with the clutter?
0: uh, The answer is kind of yes. Although, as I said, if the maid won't clean it, we will. Okay. That does mean we're more expensive than a maid. Right. So my goal is when I come in is I always want to respect someone's income and budget. So while we can do made quality stuff, I try to get to the point where the maid would come in that way you know, they can save money that way and go from there.
1: So do you haul off stuff?
0: Oh, uh, dumpsters full, trucks okay. full, I recently did a house and filled three dumpsters and these are 30 yard dumpsters, the largest you can get in one day.
1: Okay. So you work fast. I have several questions here because I think this is interesting. So let's, let's just talk about why it is that we're talking about this here. You mentioned, we're not talking about flippantly calling yourself a hoarder. Okay. Um, because honestly, I. I know there are those listening to this podcast who have officially been diagnosed with mm-hmm. hoarding disorder, okay? So So we are not being flippant in any way here. And I think that what's important to know is like, what is the process? What do you have to look forward to? And then I wanna talk about like, what have you seen that could help people keep from getting to this point? You know what I mean? Because I know for me, people get worked up anytime that you mention it, but I'm like, I feel like I can understand how someone gets into the situation where they are completely overwhelmed because I tend to get overwhelmed very easily. My house was at a point where I I'm like, I I wasn't there, but I think it could have tipped to that point at some point in the future. If I didn't break through that overwhelm and figure out how to break through it and, and, and go, because I, I anyway, so blah, 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 yada, 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 please. We're not mental health professionals here, but we do want to talk. I want to talk about like, what is the actual thing? Like, what's the process that you do when you go into an official diagnosed hoarding situation? What do you do first?
0: Well, we generally need to find what the goal is. Um, there's been situations where I've had fire departments say, we are not going to come anymore to transport you to the hospital or anything because it's a hazard in the house. Okay. I've also had you know children comes. Hey, my parents were a hoarder. They're collecting. You know, every job is different. So we need to go to the person and say what is the goal. And when
1: you say the person, who are you talking about? Is this the um, person who lives there? Or the person who is maybe trying to intervene? What who's who's hiring
0: you? It's a very touchy subject. Yeah. At that point, I much prefer jobs where the person. Who lives there is the one hiring us, because at that point they're ready and they need help. But there's times when family members call us in, and it's just such a hazard that they can't live there. There, no one should live there.
1: So in that situation, it would be the family member probably having to intervene and 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 be the one to say, "Hey, this is what we have to have as the goal." So so why don't we talk through the person who they personally called you for help either because they wanted to or because the fire department has given them their moment of reckoning you know that this is Absolutely. where we are on things um so so what would be the first thing that you would do as you determine that goal
0: uh the first thing is when i come into a house and we've decided what the goals are mm-hmm. we will how do you decide we, the goals talking it's do we want a bedroom cleared so they can sleep in a bedroom? Do we want the kitchen done so they can have a safe place to prepare food? Are there certain things they're looking for? They're looking for jewelry. Uh, The one had collected silver coins, but they had just stashed them wherever. So as we were getting through your layers of things, the trash layer
1: Mm-hmm. we
0: were having to sort and look for those kind of items. Okay. And Okay. That, that's to...
1: interesting. So a lot of people will call you and say, I know I have this valuable thing. I can't even find it in my house. So that's when I, that's my tipping point. I know I need help.
0: I describe it similar to alcoholism okay. to people who don't understand. And sometimes to get an alcoholic to stop, They've got to go to rock bottom. Yeah, There's been, but for the grace of God, for me, that I found you, I found my wife, and we're working through that. So I personally don't have to go there. And it helps a lot when I'm interacting with the person that's called me to be able to say, I struggle with this myself. A lot of times people that are experiencing this are going through depression. Yeah. And I understand that I've been depressed most of my life. I'm fine with sharing this. I've actually had suicidal thoughts since I was in second grade. I'm so sorry. And at that point, it's, you physically can't get out of bed sometimes. Um, For someone who hasn't experienced it, I should ask them if they've been at the bottom of a swimming pool before. And that water pressure that's all over you, that's what we feel, if not that much or a whole lot more, when we're having a bad day. And just picking up a piece of trash to get it to the trash can is a heroic effort.
1: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So. Many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's a U R a frames.com use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. So how long of a process do you spend? I mean, I know you said you did three dumpsters in one day and you were specifically looking for something. So that means you were, do you peel back the trash layer first? Is that what you do?
0: My favorite way of doing it is we're looking at a pile mm-hmm. and I will get down on my hands and knees and I will sort with my hands, push it behind me so that another crew member can scoop it up and put it into a trash can.
1: Okay. So and you're then, identifying the trash and then they are dealing with the trash, the person yes. behind you. Okay. Okay. And that gives you the opportunity, but, but you are, you are trash, 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 trash. How involved yeah. is the homeowner in this?
0: As much as they want, to be honest. This is a very stressful time for them. Absolutely. So, I, you know, they're paying us to do this work too. We're going to respect that and I respect their wishes. It's their items. Right. I, I have no right to throw away, even if it's a soiled newspaper, mm-hmm. I have no right to throw it away without their permission.
1: So, do you get permission on each of these items? Are they standing there or do some of them say, you decide what's trash? I can't do it.
0: I would say about 10% of our clients will actually stand over.
1: Okay.
0: I do my best to tell them that I'm going to honor their wishes. Mm -hmm. Um, I tell them a lot of times clients will experience what I call decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. And I explain it to them as you can only make so many decisions in a day. And there are a lot of decisions to make today. If you can offload some of them to me, that's going to make your day so much more easier to manage. Yeah. And I always recommend, you know, have an apple or have a snack because you'll get to the points like, I can't think of anything. And a lot of times I'll see them say, either throw everything away or keep everything.
1: So beyond the trash layer, Mm-hmm. What are some categories of items that you kind of see either as things that people have the hardest time letting go of, or that maybe, maybe do you see something as kind of being a, a tipping point for anybody?
0: You will always find a giant pile of Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. I love this.
0: No, yeah.
1: really. So do you think it, you think it's just the collecting? Do you, what do you think it might be? It's,
0: it's a collecting and
1: a lot of good intentions. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of desire. I mean, I get that. I'm like a
0: lot of dreams,
1: a lot of dreams, a lot of in the future. I can collect this. I mean, this is all things that yes. I personally, you know, deal with as well. Interesting.
0: A lot of it is, you know, garage sale or the day after Christmas sales. I have not you been mean to a,
1: things they've purchased at garage sales.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've not been to a garage sale around here that hasn't had at least one Christmas item in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the intent is great. Hey, I'm going to buy this because it's super cheap. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. But if they don't have the, as your container rule, yeah, they're going to overdo it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there has yeah. to be a limit. I mean that that garage sales is what got me into my mess. I, I mean that's what did it for me. Is I I love them. Yep. <laughs> and, believe me, I know that the guy across the street is having a garage sale tomorrow, so I might walk over <laughs> there because I need to beat my neighbors. Right? Uh, no, but but it is. I it's a lot of good intentions. It's very much, you know, it, nobody purposely wanted to get into this no, state. Not at all. Right into this
0: situation. Um, And I explain to the family members that are coming and helping, I'll pull out a perfectly fine item. Usually, I try to find something from the dollar store. I say, this item by itself, there is nothing wrong with it. This is a great item, but how many more of these type of items is in there? It's just too many. So when they brought the item in, it was a good item if you just looked at that. But when you look at the mass, it's just not manageable for some people. Or
1: for most people. I mean, you know, do you find a lot of resistance in the area of uh, people wanting to sell things or get money for it? Or do you feel like when you come in, it's already past that point?
0: Very few of them want to sell anything. It's a minority when we've gotten there. Okay. At that point though, it's part of my job to push them a little bit because the less stuff they have when we leave, the more chance they have to succeed after we've left. Yeah. That's, um,
1: that's a really good statement right there. I mean, for all of us in our own decluttering journeys. So what what's the number one thing you wish that you could tell those who are worried about their loved ones? Like who could be in this situation like where what what do you wish that you could tell people 2 years before they call you that might don't keep de- them from needing to call
0: you don't destroy the relationship thank you because you can't speak into someone who has problems if you're if you don't have a relationship with them if you don't have a relationship with them it's hard and don't judge them. Yeah. We all have our sins to bear. We all have our problems.
1: Well, and you know, okay. So I was just having this conversation with somebody and it's that a lot of the shame, I think that comes along with, you know, for me when my house was out of control. And so I, I imagine there's a similar type of, you know situation for a lot of people who you know maybe have gotten to the point where you need to be called it, it's just this this isn't me like i'm an intelligent person like mm-hmm. why how do i as an intelligent person have my house look like this because somebody who just comes in and all they see is the house i was always like they would not assume that i'm super competent at a whole lot of other things do you know what i mean and oh, yeah. so what I feel like I'm hearing from you is you try to be very sensitive to that, like
0: very much. You know, so and I instead of not everyone make, to
1: be right and not make people feel stupid for this, because I feel like that's the that's where I resist and dig my heels in. And I'm like, you can't help me because you're treating me like I'm stupid. You're not actually acknowledging the the reality of this, you know of course I don't want it to be this like this way. You know, I don't know. Anyway, I felt like I'm rambling here, but, but I do like, so that relationship there is often that acknowledge who they are and all their amazing qualities. And this is just one thing. Like this is part of it and it's keeping them from being able to do the things that they want to do. It is a safety hazard. It is something where, you know, that you do have to step in, but don't forget all the other great things about them. Absolutely. That you love about them.
0: Uh, There's one thing I really love about your system. And I recommend if you're going to do this, I talk to the family members and I say, Hey, look, this is a really good resource for you. Please use it. And it's your, I had a therapist describe it as a capsule statement or a capsule question. So your first two questions in decluttering, it's like, where does it go?
1: Where would I look for it
0: first? Anyway. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And then.
1: Would it ever occur to me that I already had one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But when you go to, you, you respect that person and say, they say, you know, if their shoes go in the refrigerator, it doesn't matter how crazy it is. If that's where they would look for it first, you take it there. But if you take it there and it's full, you don't become the bad guy. You say, okay, I can't fit them in there. What do you want to take out? does that work? Absolutely. And yay! this is
1: like, I wanting to cheer because I'm yes. like, this is what I tell I'm like, let it be their decision. Even if it doesn't make sense. My mother-in-law kept her check carbons under the bathroom guest bathroom counter. And I was like, okay. Yes. I mean like, okay, I do weird stuff too. Okay. If that's where you'd look for it first, then that's where they need to be. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Keep going through that, though. Keep telling me how my system's so great. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Yes, uh, I love that. Um, But the family member is able to go there and say, and you're making that person make the decision. So you're helping. You're not tearing up the relationship because you're not saying, hey, this is bad. You're just saying, I can't put it in here. What would you like me to do? So, as you say, it's the container making the decision, not the family member. Yeah. And that's going to save the relationship in so many times because there's no judgment on the person at all. And if you keep doing that, you will build an even better relationship with them because they know that you're going to respect them.
1: And they don't have that resistance to what you're doing. What I find is when the questions are, why do you have this? This is dumb. That's not a question is the statement, but it's still, yeah. you know, like what, what's the reason for this? What were you thinking when you bought this, that causes resistance and it halts the process, hurts the relationship and halts the process. So yes. like, how does that play out? How does that play out for you? When you say okay, we're going to put your shoes in the refrigerator, which I love that example. Cause it sounds like one I would come up with on the top of my head too, but yeah. let's say we're going to put your shoes in the refrigerator and you get there. Does that work when they go to look in their? and you say, what do you want to remove? Like, what are people's reactions when you say, sure, this is where you would look first. So, you know, what do you want to take out of here? Does that compute for people who aren't educated in this exact process, but does that work well?
0: When they're the ones calling me, yes, that will work. When it's a family member calling me, generally not, and that's because that person isn't ready. Yeah, but even at that point, sometimes it will. Yeah, because I do my best to explain to them the system. Okay, and i I always say, "Hey, this is just a partial. You need to go look at these resources," and
1: and by oh, that, you mean my it. books, right?
0: Yes. By your okay. books. Yeah. yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> subscribe to your podcast and yeah. your uh, YouTube. Oh, and I love the flow chart. I you know, I have it.
1: to tell you something. So you said something in your email. You sent me an email recently and you're like, I love the flow chart. And I went, mm-hmm. cause I, okay. So when I was trying to come up with my idea of what I was going to do as a pre-order bonus, and I had asked my kindred spirits and somebody sent them about a flowchart, And I was like, somebody emailed me about a flow chart years ago. And I searched my email and couldn't find it. And then when you said that, I searched your name and I was like, he's the one, he's the one who years ago told me I should have a flow chart. So I love that.
0: Yeah. It is something that I can hold and I can look up there and I don't stutter. I see it and I don't forget. And I, I just know it. Than that way.
1: So, in in these situations where the family member is the one who initiates, you still have to go in because it's for safety or whatever. Yes. And they are resistant. What do you do then?
0: Uh, as the owner, my boss says, I work my magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us what your magic would be. I essentially talk to them. I tell them that I struggle with this, and would you give me permission to do? This? Would you give me permission to do that? So, a lot of times I will say, Hey, you've got a lot of stuff. If I come across something you get at the dollar store, can I go ahead and throw that away? If I see something soiled, can I go ahead and get rid of that? If they say yes, all the better for them. If they say no, I respect that. And when they say no, what I have to do is when we first go into a job, we try to create a staging area. So a garage, a unused bedroom, I try not to put it in living rooms, uh, master bedrooms or anything that's going to be used regularly because that'll interfere with their life.
1: Right. And you want them to have those visible results to
0: experience the
1: value of what you've been doing. Yeah.
0: Because of the expense, the hourly expense Mm -hmm. to touch every item all the time and Mm -hmm. sort it, it's just would be astronomically expensive. Right. So we have to well, I tell everyone to keep that in mind. Yeah. so a lot of times we will use clear bags for clothes and you know if we're able to sort it, great. if they're not, we put them in there so they can see what's in there. and then boxes for non-close items. And we try to sort the best we can. but it's definitely a balancing act between the two because we were, you know, respect their budget and respect their items.
1: So when somebody is the one who called you and the system works well for them, how do you work through that quickly? If you're doing the take it there now and do all that, like, how do you speed that
0: up? We try to mostly sort out the daily items. A lot of times we're dealing with elderly or medically fragile people. Mm -hmm. So making sure they have their medicine and it's where it's supposed to be. Do they need the family album every day? No. So we can kind of store that. And items like that, we will box up and put into the room. And then we always leave the instruction. It's like, look, go through one box a day. Or one box a week, something. And if you're doing that and following the process, it's going to be better. And you have a you know one, two, three rooms that you're able to live in safely, um, healthily, and you're you've got the time now to properly sort it.
1: Okay. Do they ever come have you come back for? Uh, helping with that kind of stuff or maintenance, or is it mostly you get the majority of the big stuff done?
0: We try to get as much big stuff done as possible. We do occasionally have repeat customers. Well, a lot of times there'll be bed bugs and we will come in suited up and prep so that exterminators can come in and take care of the bed bugs um, and other bugs and other pests. And then, you know, we have to come back and when they've killed the pests, we come back and sanitize for the pests. Okay. There are some who are just not mentally or physically able to, Mm -hmm. and we do come back in those situations. Although I would really say it's, since I've been doing in 2017, I've only had maybe four repeat customers.
1: Okay. No, I can see that. I mean, the ideal way to do things is to not stuff shift and to not put things in a room over there. However, Absolutely. you're on the clock, you know, you're yeah. on the clock and you don't want to take people's money away. But I love how you said prioritizing the daily things that they're going to need over the things, you know, for the, do you, do you talk yeah. to them about the container concept and, and actually having a place for everything that comes out of the boxes or,
0: or Absolutely. how does that, work? yeah, there are still some people who are a bit resistant. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, every job is different and every person is different. And I just I do my best to honor that. Yeah. And if they're terribly open, you know, open as wide as they can. I send them links to podcasts and books and stuff like that.
1: Would you mind sending me like if you have certain podcasts that you send people on a regular basis? I would love to have a list of that to put in the show notes.
0: So would I. <laughs> have it in one place. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, there aren't any particular ones that I found for the grace of God, you know, God, a lot of times I'll be listening to podcasts and I'm like, Oh, you know, this one would really help this client and I will try to send it to them. Oh, okay. So I don't have, I'm honestly, I was, I'm, ecstatic to be on here because I'm really hoping I can send something like this to them. Yeah. Because a lot of times people when I'm there, it's a crisis. Mm -hmm. It has gotten to the point of a crisis and everyone needs resources later on when things have settled down. So dealing with the crisis is primary. If I can get some teaching in and some advice in why I'm doing the crisis, everyone's better. Yeah. But sometimes it's just not able. How
1: up? What are some ways that your job has affected your home as far as, like you said, you don't go to garage sales?
0: No, uh, that's one of the things. Another thing is I'm definitely more willing to get rid of things. I am by far more willing to implement the system, Uh, your system. It's still difficult. And even when I'm cleaning someone else's house, useful items are hard even for me working with them because I look at the item and there's nothing wrong with that one item. Then I have to remember it's not just the one item. It's the 30 of them or the pile of good items, useful item.
1: Does the container concept, I mean, I know you talked about the one in one out creating space for something, the overall container concept of this is the space that we have for books Let's get rid of our least favorite until we only have what fits. Does that seem to translate well with your clients? It's okay if you say no.
0: (laughs) Um, The problem with that really, I believe it does, but Mm. it's generally, they don't call me back. So I can't see if it does. Okay. I definitely use the explanation you gave is your house is a container. Not only does it hold your stuff, it holds your life. And if you don't have enough room for your life, it's not doing its job. Uh, I've talked to grandparents. Did I
1: say that? Because that's really good.
0: Yes, yes okay. you did. Yes, I remember. <laughs> and the shoes in the refrigerator, I'm pretty sure I stole from you previously too.
1: <laughs> well, no wonder it was so good. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, I'm always open. And I always say, hey, whatever you need, I'm here for you. The one that we filled so many dumpsters in one day. We didn't get to the three bedrooms.
1: Yeah.
0: We didn't get to the hallway to the three bedrooms. And she could not come into the house with her health right then. Yeah. We did our best. Uh, we did clear out the garage as well. But then the things that the family wanted to keep for her and the things that she would probably want to keep filled the garage back up again.
1: So let me ask you about that. You said that you do the staging area. and. You know, I I give my answer when people say, don't I have to clean this space out so I have a place to put things? And I always say, go item by item, blah, blah, blah. But I know you're in this accelerated situation, getting them out of the crisis is what you're in. So how, how do you manage that? Let's say all three bedrooms and the garage are filled and you need a staging area. What do you do then?
0: The majority of the jobs that I deal with, strangely enough, they're really only, you know, waist high and stuff. Okay. So we can, yeah, only. Yeah. So we can always stack a little bit higher.
1: Okay. So you don't clean that room out first.
0: Uh, The best we can. Okay. Uh, You, you just kind of start with a corner and then you work your way out. Okay. So you, you get
1: out the easy stuff in that space to create the room, to have it be your staging area. Right. I have to stop here and just say, Y'all know, I don't recommend a staging area, but we're not talking about a normal situation here. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's definitely a crisis there. Yeah. This is an emergency.
1: Right. Type right. Which in a crisis, you do what you got to do, but I love how yes. you're applying that as because I think a lot of people think, well, I'm in a, I'm in a crisis. If I need a staging area, then I have to do this room. I'm overwhelmed by that room. I'm just going to stay in the crisis, you know, or, uh, like that's, yeah. that's that thing. It's like, how do we do that? So that's why I don't recommend you clean out that room first, because you can be putting things in there. And every time you put it in there, you pull something out that deserves space less, you know, or whatever. Huh? Um, Not that we're having a staging area, but you know, y'all know what I mean, right? No. Okay. I just, yeah. can I you
0: understand. tell that sometimes I have people <laughs> say, but you
1: said one time this, and I'm like, Whoa. okay.
0: Well, um, if it's raining outside, you don't go out with you know, shorts and a t-shirt, you go out with a raincoat and umbrella. So, you know, it depends on the situation highly. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly hate the fact, I love your system so much. I hate the fact that I can't implement it for the client Yeah, because it works. It really does. And when I can explain it to them, it's great. The people that I'm dealing with, like myself, Very much like myself, I don't know how many get yourself organized books, self help books that I read and listened to that, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like a great plan. I can't implement it. And at the beginning of it, they say something along the lines, oh, you know, when I was a kid, I was organizing my brother's room or my sister's room for them. I didn't grow up that way. My brain isn't that way. So I needed a system that works the same way I do. Yeah. And that's my system, right? Yes. Yes. it is. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make it super. No. Um, let's talk about the dishes thing for a second, like starting that's with it. the dishes, starting, like, do you talk about dishes? Because you mentioned in a lot of these situations, dishes are a humongous issue, but Working. it's not your job to do the dishes. So how, how do you approach that? If every dish is, dirty and, you know, has been dirty for a while?
0: Almost every house I've been at has clean dishes in the cabinet okay. and then six or seven plastic coats full of dirty dishes. So the reason why we had to stop doing it is because it took three or four days of one person doing nothing but dishes just to clean them and trying to get a client a lot of times to get rid of dishes that are so dirty that they really can't be saved, rusty dishes. Most of them don't want to do that. And so we just tell them, it's like, look, we're going to box them up and set them aside. And it's because we want to respect their I keep going back and respect their budget. And we found that cleaning windows, strangely enough, and doing dishes eats into so much of the, get the stuff out the actual crisis Mm -hmm. things that it doesn't make sense for our clients or us to do it.
1: Okay. I often have people say I'm in this situation with my parents, loved ones, whoever they are Mm -hmm. in a hoarding situation. Maybe they haven't actually reached the crisis point where they would call you yet. And yet they're like, what can I do to help? They won't even think about decluttering. My advice often is wash the dishes.
0: Oh, that would be a big help for everyone.
1: Yes. So in these situations that you are in, that is Are you saying I've been good, giving good advice on that? These are very much, very much. (laughs) No, but really though, because that's my thing is I'm like, it is, it's the first thing. It's the first thing that has to be done. And like you just said, it could take days to do that. Who has days to do the dishes, which means you never get to the other stuff. And so it's like that, if, if there's ever going to be any momentum that has to be done first, because otherwise you're like how can I worry about this stuff when there's all these dishes to be done? But oh my word, there are so many dishes to be done. I can't do all those dishes. And so I do nothing and I'm stuck and I'm overwhelmed. And so, so yeah, that, that is my number one piece of advice. And it's so (laughs) unglamorous that it's like, really? Well, that really, and it's like, but it has to be done because what you're saying is even when you come in in a crisis, the dishes are still not done. It's still, you know, because that's, it's not decluttering, but it has to be done. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it yeah. takes so long to do yes. it. Yes. And it's a great time if possible to build on your relationship too, because you can be sitting there doing the dishes talking
1: and you're legitimately helping. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that a lot of us can justify why we should keep certain things in our house, but most I would say the vast majority of people, I know there's always going to be an exception, but the vast majority of people know that a dirty dish needs to be washed. Right. Right. And so um, it's it's kind of hard to argue that other than, no, 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 I don't want you doing that. I'll get to that later. All that kind of stuff. Not, not counting all those kinds of resistances in. Dishes need to be washed. There's nothing to argue about. There's nothing to, no. you know, it just has to be done.
0: So it's something yes, you can actively I, do. Yeah. And it's something... <laughs> No one really is going to argue about whether a dish needs to be cleaned or not. Right. And if it's crusty, they know it needs to be cleaned. Yeah. Yep. If it's rusty, though, they may think that they can fix it. And then that gets into the, what did you call it? The uh, uh, project? No, it's the dreams. The yeah. um, hope I can do someday
1: yeah,
0: type stuff. And there's houses full of that. Um, and that's what's going to be heartbreaking for everyone.
1: Yeah,
0: I did want to mention the next step would be laundry. Mm-hmm. Th- those two things and they t- it takes so long. Now, the only reason why I say dishes first is there's not companies built around washing your dishes. There are companies built around washing your clothes.
1: Well, and the clothes, I mean, you could, work on the dishes actively in their home and take laundry home with you or to the laundromat yeah. or something and bring it back. But yeah, I mean like there's, there's also services that will come and pick up your laundry and do it for you, which is exactly
0: amazing. So, okay. Is there <laughs> I love anything? the fact that they come home, come back folded. That's, that's the greatest thing. <laughs> I,
1: I did that for a little while while our uh, washing machine was broken. Mm-hmm. No, our dryer was broken. That's what it was. And I did that for a couple of weeks and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And my kids were like, it's possible to fold this well. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm not a good folder. Just, everybody who's watched my YouTube knows I'm not good at folding. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we have a little bit more time. What are some, um, is there anything else that you wanted to share or talk about that we haven't gotten to yet?
0: This is a very sensitive subject that unfortunately in my I've discovered just people don't know it and it's my other side of my job.
1: Okay. Let's don't go into, I I think I know, remember what you're about to say. Yes. Just a little trauma warning for people. Okay. This is, this is something, if, if you are triggered by talk of violence, maybe you need to, to go. And so let's don't go into too many details here, but I do agree that it's something people need to know
0: exists. Absolutely. And I'm willing to wait till the very last, if that's what you would like to do.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about that at the end. Although people probably have figured out, but is there anything else (laughs) (laughs) or is there anything you wanted to ask me?
0: Just know that even though I do this for a living, I struggle with it at home. Oh, absolutely. So it's not strange. You're not by yourself. I, you know, I'm, I'm
1: going to say, I think that makes you better at your job. I'm just saying.
0: I hope I can connect to people better. Yeah, that way, I was honored recently, uh, just before Christmas, with our national corporation honored me as the uh, employee of the year.
1: Oh, congratulations!
0: Which means, you know, not only did my boss have to recommend me, um, a number of clients had to recommend me as well.
1: That's great. I, I, it's encouraging to me because. I know there are some listening who are completely hopeless and to know that there is help out there. That's huge. Go ahead.
0: Can I change the phrasing of that a little bit? Absolutely. When you said there are people out there hopeless to me, sounds like there's no helping them.
1: No, no, that's not what I mean. People, I mean, they yes. feel no hope. There are those right. out there who feel no hope. Good. I like that clarification a lot. <laughs> that's very true.
0: Yes. There is no one out there that's hopeless.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There is help. Okay. So, anything well, else I
0: bef- Explain is even I have some resistance from my wife uh-huh. about using this system. So, even if your spouse is resistant, work on your stuff. Have you um, found
1: that to be helpful? To work it's on helpful. Stuff?
0: Yes, and it's one of those things. The house is better, so she's happier just for the fact that the house is better.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. All right. So now you can talk about the traumatic stuff. Go ahead. What is okay. it? That, what's the other aspect of your job?
0: We do bio cleaning, and that entails crime, crime scene cleanup. Okay. unfortunately found deaths Mm -hmm. and it's it's not something that's easy to talk about for anyone but it tears me up inside when I hear that that's happened and they've had to clean up the family's had to clean up yeah that's why I try to you know Mm -hmm. verbally have a relationship with someone and tell them about it because no one should have to do that. Yeah, And a lot of people think, well, won't the coroner do that or won't the police department do that? No, they don't. Yeah. There's a small advantage, so to speak. I don't know what the right word would be, but homeowners insurance does cover it. Okay. Uh, there's a few specialty situations where it doesn't, that I do not want to get into, mm-hmm.
1: but it's worth calling and, and asking and, yes. and finding someone. I actually was at a baby shower once years ago and met someone who did crime scene cleanup. So I knew about this, but I think, I think you're right. I think it's important for people to know this. I hope that no one lis- listening ever needs to use these services. Right. Um, but it's, it's knowledge to have. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you
0: for for sharing that. It's by far better to know and not need it than not know and need it. And I'm definitely (laughs) in America, a lot of times people say, Hey, do you enjoy your job? And I honestly can't say that I do. In fact, if no one ever needed my service, I would be fine. I would be overjoyed, but if they do need it, I'm more than happy that I can help them. Yeah. I am a Christian. And one of the things that I'm able to do is pray with them in these yeah. situations and try to give them as much comfort as I can. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks for doing that. Thank Again. You.
0: Yeah, I hope, yeah. People,
1: hope people quit listening if they weren't ready for that, because I know, um, but at the same time, I, I appreciate that you're very sensitive to, to uh, those needs. And I'm, I'm
0: thankful for people to know that. So, and, okay. And thank you for letting me explain that. Yeah. I do want to say I did forget something. Okay. I'm a little quirky. And what I'll do is anytime I'm feeling stressed, I will say seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is I'm also a father. (laughs) And of course, dad jokes. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, if I see a client, you know, I'll tell them that. And if I see a client, I'll say, hey, remember seven, eight, nine. So anything to know that I'm trying to take off as much stress as I can.
1: Well, I see it as a tension breaker. You're acknowledging that this is a tense situation and you're saying, I'm here to help you and I'm here to break this tension. You know, I yes. mean, like, you know, let's, let's do it. I, I love it. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I just appreciate this. Uh, let your wife know that I said, hi, I don't know if she listens or not, but you said she's not always as on board, <laughs> but I'm so, so thankful for you sharing your knowledge. And I think it's going to yes. be helpful for, um, those of us who have little fears in the back of our heads about what if i got to that point someday um because i think there's a lot to learn from this and and also you know just helping other people that's that's Absolutely. huge so all right i hope y'all loved that conversation with greg today um i i think it was it was affirming and it was interesting it was eye opening but it was like okay yeah it the process works y'all. I know right here. I am talking about my own own process, but it does, it works. And I think he gave excellent insight into helping other people, what works, what doesn't work, what halts the process, all of that. So I just, I thought that was really fascinating. Um, so just a reminder that I will be going on my summer break very soon after, well, I guess starting in June. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, just hit the subscribe button so that when I do come back, they automatically go into your feed and you don't miss my return in August. Cause that makes me sad anyway. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.